0: Welcome to the Snohomish Storytellers. Here in our little corner of the universe in Snohomish, we have a strong sense of community and heritage founded in the whispers of yesterday's stories and the narrative of what is being written today. Snohomish Storytellers captures this through organic conversation between Snohomis, former, present, and future.
1: This podcast is brought to you by the Historic Downtown Snohomish Association. Our mission is to promote, preserve, and improve the downtown historic district as the heart and soul of the city of Snohomish. My name is Megan Hetherington, executive director of HDSA, and my lovely co-host is
0: Sheila Deverder, board member of HDSA. And with us today is also our podcast producer and vice president of HDSA, Trent Deverder. And welcome to our
1: podcast, <laughs> Megan. Good morning, Sheila. <laughs> good morning,
0: or good afternoon, good evening, where wherever our audience is uh, listening
1: to yes. us from. It's
0: morning for us, yeah, so,
1: and it's not super early, but early for you.
0: Yeah, I've been turning into a late bird in this season of late employment bird, instead yeah. of a night owl No, I'm just. <laughs> <A late> <laughs> <bird>. <laughs> did you see that meme that's like I'm not a an early bird I'm not a night owl I'm a perpetually tired or like something in
1: the middle of the yeah. day bird and I was like I I that's me like I'm like I've always been a night owl my mind comes like very active at oh, night really? so I get a lot done and but I wake up early and I feel better if I get up early right So as long as I'm feeling okay, I stay up. And if I'm tired, I go to bed. But I have like no schedule. It's weird. It's just whatever the energy brings that day determines. I, for Um, some reason, would peg you as a morning early bird a morning person, no, you should ask Rich some yeah. stories about, um, especially early in our marriage. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's always like you know opposites attract. Yeah, like most couples probably, you know, if you're an early bird, you married with a night owl. Mm-hmm. With Trent and I, I feel like that's exactly it. Like coming out of college, I was definitely a night owl. Mm-hmm. Like I would stay up late doing homework, you know, whatever. Yeah, and Trent is such an early bird. Like he wakes up like singing. He wakes up. like He jumps out of bed. (laughs) That is not the type
1: of morning person I am. I mean, I get up in the morning and I feel better if I get up versus if Mm -hmm. I sleep in. Yeah. And I will talk to people that I have to talk to. But I'm definitely not like, yeah, good morning. It's a new day. (laughs) I am definitely that same way. (laughs) I need a little time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not going to be mean to you, but I'm not going to be like super bubbly and engaging either.
0: But it's good to always be aware of, you know, Mm -hmm. what your energy level Mm -hmm. is and adjust the activities to if you can to honor your energy level. I would bet that Lori is Mm -hmm. a morning
1: person. I could see her. And that she wakes up ready for the day. She's gonna text us and be like, No, I'm actually a night owl. (laughs) (laughs) She just seems energetic all the time. Yeah. She
0: has that energy that mm-hmm. that presence to her. So we are talking about our guest for in today's episode, Lori Green, yes, who is the owner, founder President, boss babe, all around, (laughs) yeah, boss lady of the Elmerie Hair Studios. Yeah. That we have around the Snohomish County and King County
1: area. Yeah. That one King County location. Right. Right? Because that's Woodenville that we talked about. It's like (laughs) we still kind of count you guys as Snohomish County because you're right there. (laughs) But
0: I'm sure everyone recognizes the name, you know. I know even before knowing her, when I'm just around town. I would see the Mm -hmm. name everywhere. And I learn from her website (laughs) that the name of the company, L Marie, is L, like from Lori. Mm -hmm. L that she spelled out to E L L E. And Marie's her middle name. Yeah. I
1: like that kind of play on on language. It's fun. And it kind of also resonates with the like the feminine, Mm -hmm. you know, side of things too, which yeah. She's all about empowering the other women. And yeah, it's cool. Because for the longest time, I honestly
0: thought that Elle Marie was owned by a person named Elle named Elle. Yeah.
1: Or at least named Marie. Yeah. I, know, I guess or she is. Like yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was fun talking to her. She has great energy and she definitely brings the fun into everything. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about the Roper Romp. Yeah. So her other name, she's known <laughs> Helen. as Helen <laughs> with the other 500 Helens that were roaming around downtown Stahomish. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, just keep listening. You'll understand. Yeah.
0: And it's been it's really fun learning how she grew the business from her working as a hairstylist mm-hmm. for someone else mm-hmm. to making the jump with her mom to open her own salon. And now the fact that she has five locations and just being a very recognizable person, business in the area and her focus on the development of her people. I think I never would have guessed that from like the hairstyling industry, I guess. I never put, you know, professional development to the level that she's doing it for her people with like hairstyling. Actually, my family has a lot of hairstylists in Mm. like my extended family. And, you know, it's always the story of like, oh, you just you go through school and then you rent a chair at, you know, whatever salon has openings and you kind of just grind it out yourself. Yeah. And so it's been really nice to hear that, you know, she's very intentional with how she runs her business and how she works with her her family, her people.
1: Right. And it's obviously paying off like that investment into people is, right. you know, creating more and more opportunities for her business. So yeah. it feeds, the cycle feeds itself. Right. It's right? cool. The circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> the circle of hairstyling. Yeah. Well, it was a great interview and I really enjoyed just her perspective on community and, mm-hmm. you know, how she feels like, what is it that I'm, I'm offering? What am I bringing yeah. to the table? And Yeah. I think it it really all intertwined into her success as a business person, but just also how she's respected in the community and that she keeps showing up in all these different ways. Right. We're grateful to have someone like that. Yeah. So many great people like that in the community.
0: I know. And I'm so glad that we have this platform to kind of highlight them, Mm -hmm. to share their story, share their what they've been doing and that, you know, you don't always have to be Like us on the HDSA board to make a difference, to be able to do something. And we love to partner with anyone who who wants to come in and bring things into the community that they think would be great, would be good that we need,
1: so. Yeah, highlight, and inspire, and then connect. Right. So that we can all keep doing the work together. I feel like that should be the podcast slogan now. Ooh, what did I just say? I've already forgotten I have no it. idea. We'll, we'll have to go back and yeah. listen. <laughs>
0: Good thing this is recorded. That's right.
1: All right. Well, everybody, please enjoy Lori Green. Yay.
0: Megan. <gasps>
1: Sheila, you beat me to I it. I beat you. I knew
0: what you were trying to do. I saw it in your eyes. Welcome back to Snohomish Storytellers. It is a very windy fall day outside. It's so blustery out there. I was getting pushed over on my walk down here. Right, and I'm I'm so glad that we're in this cozy like basement recording studio with our warm drinks. This is like peak fall vibes. Did
1: you know we have the same drink now? Do we?
0: Mm-hmm. We are just blending into the
1: same person. I mean, I have to get decaf when I most of the time. But if I'm gonna just have what I want, it's the London Fog. Yeah, or mm-hmm. the Americano with a splash of cream. We'll see. That's why it' because decaf. Nobody has drip decaf because, uh, you know, it's Washington, Seattle area. Yeah, who drinks decaf? Just me, apparently. <laughs> but I will get the London fog and risk the caffeine because I like it so much. Yeah. And it's so nice and cozy.
0: And we're joined here by none other than Lori Green. Hi, Lori.
1: Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for being here with us today. <laughs> Thank we're you so for excited having to have you here.
0: Yeah. And it, Lori, if for those of you that don't know, is like, the powerhouse behind Elmerie Hair Studios, right? Uh, yes, I
2: guess you uh-huh. could say
1: that. <laughs> Thank like you. Like, am I? Yeah, own it.
2: <laughs> you do actually own it, though, right? I do actually own it. Yes, I own it. <laughs> there you go. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So, how many salons do you have? In the, I mean, you have the one in Snohomish on Avenue D.
2: I do, yes. But you have several. I do. I opened my first salon in August of '06 in Mill Creek, ah. and four years later opened one in Lake Stevens. Two years after that, Alderwood. Two years after that, Woodenville. Okay. Oh, so I didn't know you had one down there. And then I relocate, and then okay, we'll, we'll circle back. But and so then, <laughs> so that's four. And then the fifth one is we just opened a year ago in Smoky Point in Arlington. Wow, oh, yeah, which I love. But in the mix of all of that, I did relocate our Lake Stevens salon, which was our mm-hmm. second location to downtown Snohomish. So that one's been here. I want to say three, four years. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So So that's been a total of five. And I'll keep going as long as the industry will have us and the communities will support us. And we'll see. I don't know. I'm just kind of like, where are we going with this? I don't know. That's amazing.
0: (laughs) I like I could barely manage one household and it's just me, the husband and the dog. And I don't know how you can manage like. Five hair salons. Yeah, amazing. Thank
2: you. I'm pretty fortunate. I've got a whole team behind me that helps Mm -hmm. me. Listen, I cannot manage my own household. (laughs) (laughs) I'm much better at the salons. But I do have a team, a management team in each location. Mm -hmm. I've got a business partner as well. I've got marketing. I've got you know. I've got a lot of a lot of support that we've been able to organically grow throughout the years. Yeah, um, which has helped to to help Mm -hmm. support the growth of that. So
1: that's awesome. That takes a lot of intention, though. Mm -hmm. Like. I heard you say that it's organically grown, but like that takes leadership. Yeah. How was sort of the evolution for you of having your one studio to mm-hmm. growing to the point where you, I mean, I'm reflecting on my own behaviors. I can be a control freak, right? <laughs> and it's like you want quality and you want it to be run well. Mm-hmm. What was that like for you? Yeah, about that. So yeah. Um, <laughs> body language that you can't see on a
2: podcast. (laughs) Well, I guess to start, I'll say it wasn't easy. Yeah. So I would say the year, the past year, I've really, really taken a step back and reflected how I got to the point of burnout mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a grind. It was, yeah. it was a grind. And, you know, I graduated high school and found myself as a single mother and I was like, well, what am I going to do? I have to feed this kid. I have mm-hmm. to grow up somehow. <laughs> yeah. What am I yeah. going to do? I can't deliver pizzas the rest of my life. And nobody ever really talked to me about college in mm-hmm. high school, you know? And so I didn't really have a whole lot of direction. Mm-hmm. So I decided what I wanted to do was what I loved, mm-hmm. which was doing hair. And so I went to beauty school and to kind of appease my mom who had different dreams and goals for her child. Yeah. Um, I told her that I was going to do hair for five years behind the chair uh-huh. before I figured out what else I wanted to do in this industry. hmm. And uh, about four and a half years in, I was looking for a new opportunity. I had worked for a corporate salon in a mall. And then uh, for about six months, I worked for after that, for about six months, I worked for a little tiny like mom and pop shop. There were three stylists. And what I really lacked was income. Yeah, (laughs) you know, a a good talent. Yeah, Yeah. but but not just that, but like direction with like a career path, Mm -hmm. and you know, and and so when I was trying to find something to where I could actually figure out how to make money doing what I loved, I decided that I needed a career path. Mm -hmm. I needed to find a space where I could not only have a career path, make a lucrative living, but how can I be at the dinner table at 6 p.m. at mm-hmm. night? How can I be at soccer practice on Saturdays? Right. In an industry where people were predominantly coming in and paying for a service on evenings and weekends, right. right? that didn't work for what I wanted in life. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of going off on a tangent, no. but this oh. is kind of my story. <laughs> Go on the tangent. Yeah. <laughs> and so about four and a half years in, my mother... Um, her name is Colleen. She had been, I didn't plan on talking about my mom, but I'm just going to do it because it's all about family. for me. But she had gotten laid off from her corporate job and mm-hmm. she was looking for something fun. Like she's like, why don't we open a coffee shop or whatever? Mm-hmm. I'd gone to a conference that day and it was like our Sunday family dinner. And I said, well, and I was super inspired at this conference. So at, at this dinner, I was like, why don't we open a hair salon? Yeah. And I was totally joking, but totally serious. Yeah. You know, I'm like, if she takes me serious, I'm yeah, totally right? serious. Testing the waters <laughs> of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she took me serious. And so wow. she calls me the next day and she's like, let's look into it. And she said, why do you want to open a hair salon? And I talked to her about the career. I talked to mm-hmm. her about, I don't, you know, I need to, I need to elevate this industry somehow. I need to be mm-hmm. able to, you know, have a space where we can make a lucrative living. We mm-hmm. can have a career path in an industry, in a, a profession that sometimes has looked you know, mm-hmm. kind of frowned upon. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of creatives now it's not frowned upon mm-hmm. anymore. Now it's like, how can we do this? Right. You know, how can we elevate these traits that we have mm-hmm. to where we can make money? Anyway, so long story short, we opened a hair salon, my mom and I together. She brought her business background. She was a had a lot of background in HR, facilities management, all the things that I Did not have. (laughs) She was also a certified life coach. So she taught me how to coach uh, our people. Yeah, Um, that's important. Yeah. And so so I aligned myself with brand new salon networking group that Mm -hmm. was nationwide, went to training, created this whole career path where hairstylists can come in and make a good living doing what they love. Yeah. And it just really catapulted, catapulted not only my career as mm-hmm. a hairstylist, but so many other people. Yeah. So no intentions of opening more than just that one spot for me to work. Yeah. But then my previous boss had called me the one at that little tiny mama pop shop. Uh-huh. She called me and she's like, clearly, you know what you're doing. Do you want to, will you just take this? Like wow. take this off of my hands. So I was like, well, shoot. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, and I, I, you know, I was 29 when I opened my first hair salon and I didn't think beyond mm-hmm. just that first right, initial need, which mm-hmm. was to have a career that I could grow in. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what growth meant. Right. I just knew I needed to make good money. And I knew that other hairstylists probably did, too. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so we we just kept going from there. But what happened was, back to your original question, <laughs> is how do I manage that? How do I do it? It turned into a lot of grinding, a lot mm-hmm. of late nights, a lot of long, long days, in an industry that predominantly didn't have a whole lot of, you know, business resources, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, you know, a lot of education as far as like how to cut a straight line, how right. <laughs> cancels out red, you know, all those types of things, but not a lot of great business development resources. Mm. We had to kind of wing it. Yeah, and I hate saying that, but we did. Yeah. And now it's totally different. The industry's evolved. There's a lot of great opportunities out there for hairstylists mm-hmm. beyond working at an employee-based salon company mm-hmm. like my own. Mm-hmm. And so I love being able to provide those opportunities for hairstylists. Yeah. But I had to take a step back and remember my why mm-hmm. and remember what I love to do, which is not totally running a business. It's (laughs) connecting with people, being involved in my communities, you know, it's um, having fun, things like that. So hopefully that answered your question in the longest way. No, it's (laughs) great. There
1: there are so many more little nuggets in there too, because I love that you partnered with your mom Mm -hmm. because it's like you say, maybe running a business is not your passion, right? Not actually the business management part of it, but coming from, The experience of somebody who realized as the practitioner, this could be better. Mm -hmm. You have so much more insight as to how to develop a healthy business because it benefits you as essentially the employee, right? Mm -hmm. Air quotes there. (laughs) The employee. (laughs) The person who was at the receiving end of what it's like to work in an industry like that. And I think when it's that perspective that's taking leadership to build something Mm -hmm. that is ultimately good for those people. It's like mm-hmm. you said, you had no intention of growing it past that one, but something mm-hmm. caught fire because it's like everybody else who identified that there was holes in the industry too, where they needed more leadership and mm-hmm. development, you mm-hmm. were providing that. So it kind of naturally got very popular. And I think that's really yeah, cool.
2: It, it definitely, you know, I, I, It's hard because I don't. I I I know that I founded this company with my mom. By the way, uh, mom is now retired. Oh, congratulations, Um, Congratulations. Uh, (laughs) Colleen! But that happened right. She was just starting the whole succession, you know, just Uh, implementing all of that right before COVID hit. And so at that point, I was like, "What the hell? Yeah, like no, this is not gonna like no. I don't know what I'm doing." And then she, you know, she really kind of did me a, a service by taking a step back and allowing me to kind of spread my wings Mm, and that, mm -hmm. you know, and so that was when I was like, okay, there are some things that, that not only now do I need to pivot because Mm -hmm. of COVID, right? but our industry was rapidly evolving Mm -hmm. and changing that, that we had to do the same thing. So, yeah, but yeah, so she's out living her retirement life. And now I'm, now I brought in uh, uh, my, my very best friend, who's my business partner now. And Mm -hmm. then we did a big reorganization and all this. And so business is great. But I think the thing that for me is hard is... I know that I'm the owner. I'm the founder. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, uh, you know, people say you're the heart of the company, mm-hmm. you're, but, but I don't I don't know that I necessarily feel that way. I, I think our community is and it's not when I say community, I don't mean like the communities, not just the communities we have our salons mm-hmm. in. Not just, you know, Snohomish, not just Woodinville, not just, you know, but the community in our own four walls, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: our community of hairstylists that I get to be a part of and watch their successes mm-hmm. and watch them lead. And knowing knowing that I was a hairstylist for so long and yeah, I lived yeah, that yeah. life, I know how hard it is mm-hmm. to, to build those connections, not only to do beautiful hair, that's right. the icing on the cake. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the real work comes in in, in the personal. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you how do you build those connections? How do you authentically get those guests to want to come back and sit mm-hmm. in your Hair yeah. Then. Right. You know, how do you get on the same page as them on on what their needs and desires are for their look? Because yeah. it's not about the hair. Yeah, it's right. really
0: not. Dude, it's it's basically therapy, right? You yeah. hairstylists and manicurists and a lot of these other bartenders too, they're basically therapists. Like one of my most favorite parts of getting my hair done, getting a haircut, whatever, is the time that I spend bonding yeah. with my hairstylist. Mm-hmm. And I think that still goes back to you because you're, you know, the founder and you have that culture that enable Mm. the hairstylist Mm -hmm. to be themselves or to come out in a certain way and present themselves in a certain way and create that atmosphere that makes it Comfortable, not just for them, but also for the customers. So, as much as you don't want to take credit for the leadership, I think a lot of it is, you know, to the culture that you foster inside Thank you. your four
1: walls. So. Thank you. Well, and that's so important. I think essentially what we're talking about is professional development, right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many. Yeah. yeah there's I so know. many industries where it's kind of like an afterthought. Like, well, why would we want to do professional development here? They're just an employee. You know, And I think that attitude in and of itself is just so destructive to the overall health of your company. Mm -hmm. And like I worked at Harbor Square Athletic Club in Edmonds. And one thing I really appreciated about that place was that essentially could other people do the job that most of us had there? Sure. You know, in some ways it's kind of boilerplate, right? Like you learn the industry, but it's really like you're delivering customer service. Mm-hmm. It could translate into so many different things. But right. one thing they did really well there was professional development mm-hmm. for all, for everybody. And then for those of us who were in leadership, that trickled down to even just my mm-hmm. front desk staff that were like in high school or in college. Mm-hmm. Like we had professional development in place for them. And I think mm-hmm. that just made them feel more valued and mm-hmm. like they wanted to come to work there. And that they're learning something that they're going to be able to take to the mm-hmm. next place that they go. Or maybe you keep them within the industry and, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, maybe even within mm-hmm. your company. Right. <laughs> so it's yeah. like Promoting, yeah. promoting yeah. retention, it's, you know. know
2: and, and professional development is so important. But what's even more important to me is personal development. Right. Yeah. 99% of the people that come to work at Marie are right out of beauty school. Mm-hmm. You know, they're coming in, they're starting at the desk while they're in school. They're getting yeah. that knowledge. They're getting kind of engrossed in, in the culture at Marie, And then they transition into our advanced training program where, you know, it's four to six months, sometimes nine months long where they're partnering with a senior level hairstylist. And then that transitions, they graduate from that, they go right into a stylist position. Mm -hmm. Those people who go through that professionally, financially, they're making way more money Mm. than a stylist that who's coming right out of beauty school going right on the floor. Mm. But we're also doing monthly one-on-ones where mm-hmm. we sit and we coach and we mentor them wow. personally and professionally thanks mom for that <laughs> but I think that that's so important because yeah. you know you can come in and and, and do the thing that's yeah. gonna make the money and all that but t- until it really you understand your why and how it feeds your soul to continue to doing the thing right you're just working right yeah. it's just and, a job yeah. you know and, and I don't want people to come to work for a job
0: Right. I love that. I didn't realize just how extensive, like all the inner workings, like the different levels that you were describing, that that's what they go through. Like, I feel like that's more training than other industries that well, probably I need mean, more than not
2: that. I mean, there's a hair salon on every corner, right? Yeah. And so it's not like that everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I I do feel a strong sense of responsibility, not only to our communities yeah. so that, you know, people can come into a hair salon and, and know that right. they're going to have consistent results, but to our industry, to be able to provide these opportunities. Otherwise these, and I hate saying kids, but they're very young. <laughs> yeah, You know, they usually go to beauty school right out of right. high school. Right? High school, yeah. Um, but they're going to come out of school, yeah. go and try to, you know, make a business doing hair with no guidance right. at all and they're going to fall flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's very detrimental to our industry. Right. And I, I'm so grateful for all the opportunities that the mm-hmm. hair world has created for me. Yeah. I miss Doing hair, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I stopped about 10 years in when I was being pulled a million directions and yeah. I had to give. Yeah. I'm so grateful for it that I want to be able to continue to provide these opportunities yeah. for other people. Yeah. And whether or not they stay with my company for the long haul or just for, you know, a couple of years or whatever it is, yeah. I'm just super grateful and proud to. Be a part of their journey. Yeah. I mean, I love
0: that though. The fact that you're not just like, oh, I'm putting in this investment for my own people to stay within my company, Mm -hmm. but the fact that you have that broader view of like, these people are, whether they stay within Elmery or not, they're going to be better for the industry. Yeah. And I think we need more of that type of thinking in the world because it's not just about the one company making a ton of money, although, you know, some people would love that. It's like, if you can make the whole industry and all of the trickle effects of, right. you know, bettering one industry, you know, I'm sure adjacent industries to the hair or beauty industry probably felt, you know, ripple effects of that. Mm. So it's like, I wish more people had that type of thinking that you have. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're I a multiplier. <laughs> You're a multiplier. Yeah. That's what it
1: is. Oh. That's so cool. Snohomish Storytellers podcast is brought to you by Elle Marie Hair Studios.
0: So I was scrolling through Instagram the other day, as I always do these days and not TikTok (laughs) because
1: I'm not hip enough for that. Oh, you're officially an Instagrammer now. (laughs) Yeah, just Instagram.
0: (laughs) But I got to the corner of, you know, the reels where it was like a bunch of hair and makeup tutorials type, which is funny because I don't actually do a lot of hair or makeup myself on a day-to-day basis. But mm-hmm. I'm always so intrigued at the techniques. I know it's impressive. Right. Like that these people, even like kids, there's a lot of like younger like people that are just like, you take the bun and you slip the thing in and you do this and you do that. And tada, you have an updo. And I was like, <laughs> growing up, I know how to put my hair in pigtails in a ponytail yeah. and a braid. Yep, yeah. that is the extent of my knowledge base. And I think that's why it's really important that when you go to a hairstylist, that they're not only quote unquote trendy, but they're actually keeping up with all of these techniques because mm-hmm. it seems like everyone learns new things and yeah. you want to make sure that you're getting the top service right. with the most up to date techniques. And I think that's why we love Elmery Hair Studios, because they've prioritized ongoing education for all of their professional stylists to make sure that they're not just learning something once when they Mm -hmm. went through school the first time around. Yeah. But that they're maintaining their proficiency in all the trends, all the hair techniques that we have coming up.
1: Yeah, because you want to like if you're getting, you know, your hair done and you're trying to like stay with the times fashion wise, Mm -hmm. it's important that you're going to somebody who is going to deliver on that and not something that was even on trend like two or three years ago. Exactly. You want current so the next time that you need a hair service done, whether it's a routine haircut or color, something special like a smoothing treatment, a perm, or extensions or upstyles for special occasions and even weddings, you're definitely going to get the best and most up-to-date service at any of the five Elmerie locations. And if you mention HDSA, you'll actually enjoy a special offer of ten dollars off of a haircut or twenty dollars off of a color. For a total of $30 in savings, which is super awesome. Who doesn't love saving money? I mean, I do. <laughs> so now is a great time to call up Elmarie. Make sure you go in and get yourself taken care of. You're going to look great. For more information and to book your next appointment,
0: you can go to ElmarieHairStudio.com. That's E-L-L-E-M-A-R-I-E-HairStudio.com.
1: Your personal Social media accounts are pretty fun to follow. (laughs) I enjoy those. And today you shared that you were just nominated for or are receiving. I didn't, I don't remember that part. Oh, for
2: the business ladies of society? Yeah. So BLOSS, which is run by
1: Jessica Chavez, is a networking group in Snohomish County that's primarily, well, it's only for women, business ladies of society. And she grew that from just Snohomish to she had to call it society in general because so many people
2: were, we're joining. It out really well with the whole acronym, the BLOSS yeah, thing. Right. S- I know. Snohomish <laughs> to, to Snohomish County to Society. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, tell me more about that. I don't want to get it wrong. There's an award. It's the boss, what is it called? The BLOSS Blos,
2: Boss? The BLOSS. So BLOSS stands for <laughs> Business Ladies of Society. Uh-huh. Boss. BLOSS okay. Boss. Okay. Award. Wow. So the Business Ladies of Society, her. Her whole thing was she started this whole networking group during COVID as she was a business owner, she had a small business herself, wanted to bring women together and just connect and make mm. connections and build that community. And so I came on, I want to say six months later or whatever, I went to mm-hmm. my first event that happened to be at a winery and that was why I went because I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. I like wine. We'll I love wine yeah. in Washington. I like wine. <laughs> yeah. And also that w- it was up in Arlington. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, and I think I might open a salon up here so I might as well get to know the community. Yeah. And it was then that I really felt the connection of that the women had together. So I was like, I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. But the Bloss Boss, I guess, is people nominated a whole bunch of people Aww. for this award. This is the first time she's doing it. Yeah. You know, I I don't really fully know that I understand the criteria behind it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm assuming it has something to do with empowering women, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, in, in yeah. business. And that is what I'm I love doing, mm-hmm. you know, I just happen to do it in, you know, in the, in the hair world, but mm-hmm. also I have a very large network of women that I associate myself with intentionally mm-hmm. in the business world, but we also have a lot to talk about. I love talking shop with any industry <laughs> yeah, industry <laughs> professional. So, well, that's so Yeah, so cool. I guess I was nominated. Yay. So. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. That's we'll awesome. See. We'll see where that goes. Fingers crossed you yeah. win. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah, so fun. many amazing women in this group and so many others that have been nominated that I'm just, right. I'm just, I'm happy as is. Like, I, this I is I cool. Love,
0: <laughs> I love seeing that, like, when you know people feed off of each other yeah and like being surrounded by the people who understand that same level of rigor or that energy Mm. that you bring it doesn't matter that you guys are running completely different businesses but just that mentality and being surrounded by that energy and it seems like you know, they fostered that really well in that group. So what's well,
2: that passion? You know, we're all passionate about what we do. Mm-hmm. The The difference in this group, as opposed to because there's a lot of women's networking groups mm-hmm. out there. And the difference with this one is you have all different types of businesses. Mm-hmm. So you've got your, you know, your brick and mortars, you've mm-hmm. got your the level marketing mm-hmm. leaders, you know, there's all different types of businesses. Mm-hmm. There's online but the, but this is the most uh, northern one that I'm mm. that I'm aware uh, of. And so there's ones in Seattle, east side. There's right. and they're all amazing. But what I like about this one is the acceptance of all different types of businesses. Mm. Yeah. So it's 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 really cool in that aspect. Yeah. Also, I live here. So that's cool, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's growing and it's very intentional, but also organic. You can yeah. tell. Yeah. You, can tell, you know,
1: I appreciate so. that she brings the fun, too. Like yeah, there's a I went to the conference. That was the only event that I've right. gone to. But it was like
2: it was an immersion. I mean, it was. was like it was. That was. I think that was her first conference, and that was yeah. the. I was actually out of town for that, so I didn't get to make it. But the one thing I do want to say really quick: uh, uh, some of the things that she brings in to us today, right before I got here, mm-hmm. we had the elite group, the VIPs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the golden elite. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the names have changed a couple times, but we just had a meeting and we talked about. There was a we had a coach on there. Uh, mm-hmm. She was all about all about self love and mm-hmm. all about this, and it was an hour of just so much at the end, I felt like I had gone on this roller coaster of emotions mm-hmm. of, of like, almost like dread thinking about what scares us. But then it's like, no, you got to lean into that fear. Mm-hmm. You got to, you have to be like, okay, what is this fear trying to tell me? It's like yeah. yin yang in business, yeah. you know? So there's things like that. You know, we, we we talk a lot about like burnout, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And I haven't gone, you don't have to go to, there's a lot of events that mm-hmm. you can choose to go to or not go to. And so it, there's really, truly something for everybody. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool.
1: Yeah. That's, I love that she's, She's heading that up. And then I love the camaraderie between women. Now, I can't speak to men because I'm (laughs) not a man and I haven't gone to any like all men networking (laughs) groups or anything like that. But I will say I feel in general when women get in each other's corner, the impact is Mm -hmm. so powerful. And I will dare to say anybody can challenge me if they want. (laughs) but I will dare to say I think it's more powerful and more effective than when men do the same. And it's just from what I've been able to observe. So this could be wrong. Again, it's my opinion. Everybody, just my opinion. But there can be competitiveness among either either group. Like mm-hmm. that's always going to be there, I think. But I think there's just like such a desire to forward women in general because we are, you know, in society just a little bit below still, unfortunately, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> that it's like the the passion to forward us as a group together is just that much stronger. And I think mm-hmm. that's why we see it, that it's a little bit more effective versus men maybe can just be a little bit more competitive with one another, or it's not about advancing the group because it's not needed. Yeah. You know what need. I mean? Yeah. They, they It's not a necessity. So it's not as important or
0: as prioritized. Whereas yeah. for women, sometimes these communities are the only things holding them up. You yes. know, like right. I've seen girls in like grad school in like STEM. And literally, if it wasn't because there's two women in the program instead of just one, that's what's keeping them through school, Mm -hmm. you know, because they have that other person. And yeah, especially now with business and a lot of the online business. I love that. Like you mentioned that b also has people that are the women that ho- own businesses not in brick and mortars, right? Because I can imagine that can be very lonely. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you feel kind of isolated. And, right. you know, when you don't have customers coming into your store that you can talk to and the fact that they have this uh, group of women to lean on and to share experiences with and at least get a little socializing in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And
1: as we've been talking, like, it's not just about professional development or business all yeah. the time. It's about the people Personal that too. are. Yeah, yeah. And I think like. We can't treat ourselves as robots all the time. I have a tendency to be a little bit more like that, which is kind of how I am. Like I'm about (laughs) results and like productivity and stuff. But it's like if you don't pay attention to the person Mm. behind the work and you're not supporting that as well, then it's like what you're talking about earlier. You are just going to get burnt out. So it's like having those support systems in place. Yeah, I think it right. really does actually forward your productivity in the end, too. So, why not lean into yeah, the nurturing absolutely. just a little bit? Yeah. You know?
2: yeah, I think I'm very much the opposite. Like, I'm like, how do I feel? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, like a feather. Where am I going to land yeah. and all that? And when I get to that, the other side of things, like the productivity side, which is all the stuff mm-hmm. that I had to do, the, you know, in order to grow my business, the, grinding, the, the hustle, yeah, the yeah. grind, like understand math, like what the heck, that sucks. Um, <laughs> Counting <you know>, what? <laughs> but before before I got to the point of being able to hire people to help me with the stuff that yeah. I didn't like. But I think it's important to have those people on your side. So right. when, when we do get together, you know, I have 100 employees, five locations, mm-hmm. and I learn so much from. The business owner over there who doesn't have any employees, right. who mm-hmm. who is literally behind her her desk all day, yeah, just right. grinding away. You know, I mean, we have a lot to offer each other. Yeah, yeah. and I, I I think that there's. I'm not going to get into the whole topic of women <laughs> versus men, but I know <laughs> we'll that have had to work really, really hard. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so fortunate that I got to watch my mom just break those glass ceilings yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, like grow in that, that corporate world. And yeah, I, I'm just like, so grateful that I got to see that. And right. I, you know, I know what that looks like. And so I know that I could do it too. And I I feel like I've done it. And yeah. so, you know, I can speak to that and I, it's like, don't give up. Right. I, I did it with husband and I, Kids and all Mm -hmm. the things, you know, all the things that are just like trying to pull you away from that one passion you have. Yeah. You know, and then being surrounded by other people who, who it's like that whole imposter syndrome, how, where was that term years, and years right. ago? You know, now I'm like, oh yeah, here I am sitting in my imposter syndrome, but like leaning <laughs> into the it. a label for you know? everything now. Like I was just dealing with that yesterday. I'm yeah. like, do yeah. I even deserve this? What am I, I can't, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. You know, it's like, it happens to all of us and it's okay. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. it's okay. And so when you have a support group, like, like I do at Bloss, yeah. we just lift each other up. You yeah. know, we're just like, it's cool. We I think it. that's so wonderful. We got you. Yeah. Yeah. So if any
0: listeners out there who are women, you know, business owners want to join. Oh, blast.
1: yeah. I love this whole blast conversation. <laughs> right? I did not see this coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do it. But yeah.
0: speaking of community and especially mm-hmm. community of women, we got to bring up the event that I I don't know how you added (laughs) this onto on top of everything else that you were already doing, but the Mrs. Roper Romp event that happened (laughs) (laughs) the other (laughs) month, right? (laughs) Um, That was amazing. I I just saw pictures. I didn't like I saw the promotions. I Mm -hmm. didn't understand it. To be honest, I didn't know who the character was or anything. Well, why would you? (laughs) Describe to us what it was and like, what, how did you come up with the idea?
2: Oh my goodness. This is funny. Okay. <laughs> all right. I got to switch gears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that we're all in about networking, let's link. hop back to the seventies <laughs> yeah, and get totally. on that train for a bit. Okay. So, well, I'll just tell you, like it was on a, it was like a Thursday or something and or not even that, I don't even know. So one of my friends called me and she's like, Hey, uh, there's a bunch of people that are getting together down in Edmonds and they're dressing up like Miss Roper and going on a pub crawl. Do you want to go? Mm-hmm. And I was like. All right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, remind me who Miss Roper is. Yeah. And then, okay, you know, I'm glad,
0: like you had to have that. Well, reminder I to I mean, I, so, so
2: three's company was a show that was back in the, like it started in the late seventies. Mm-hmm. I think it was on air for like six to eight years or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. But Miss Roper, her character she was the landlord's wife. Okay. So she was like an extra, right? Okay. She wasn't even the main character, but she was a landlord's wife and she was all about, like, inclusion. And, and like, you wouldn't know that back then. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but you look back and it's like, wow, a lot of the... I'm surprised that they got away with her, you yeah, know, her character her, yeah. her back then. But anyway, she was all about inclusion and she always had, like, a martini in her hand mm-hmm. and she always was trying to make love with her husband who didn't <laughs> love her back. Like, it was just this... And she had this dainty personality and wore these really bright colored off the wall mumus mm-hmm. so yeah. she was like comfort yeah. all, um, acceptance love right. joy fun all this but all I really wanted to do was just go to a pub crawl on in Edmonds on <laughs> yeah. a Friday night. So I went to that and had a blast. And so that was a Friday. On a Saturday, Saturday night, I posted a TikTok mm-hmm. of just the just the event. And I hadn't been on TikTok for like six months. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not like a TikToker. <laughs> but I post this thing, wake up the next morning, and it had gone viral. Oh, wow. And I know this because everyone's calling me. And they're like, oh, my God, Lori, my friend in Bend, Oregon, just sent me this. And it's you. And, <laughs> and, <I'm> like, <laughs> and they're like, you've gone viral. I'm like, what does that mean? What do I do with this information? <laughs> So I was sitting down at Looking Glass Coffee this was on Monday, that Monday. I was sitting down with my laptop working like mm-hmm. all professional people do at Looking Glass Coffee yeah, out on a Monday morning. Right. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the window and my phone is literally blowing up. Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, it's like notification after notification. And in the comments of this TikTok, it's like, I want friends that do this. I want right. to do this. We should bring this community. Mm-hmm. I, I, Why can't people have more fun like this? Right. And, blah, 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 blah. and then there was one specific comment that said this would be so perfect for the town I live in. We have a. It's called First Street. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but it's called First Street. I live in a town called Snohomish. So this would be perfect for our First Street. And I'm like, no way, dude. It's like, I love so it I go to comment on it, and I see a little video camera comment spot. So then I click the video camera, and all of a sudden I'm just I post, figuring it out. It's yeah, you know. I'm just it. Right, I love it. Kind of how I did business. But anyway. um, so I responded out. with this comment, and I was like, oh my god, I'm literally sitting on First Street it's like, right look, now, looking glass. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I mean, if all I do is say, hey, whoever wants to dress up as right. Miss Roper, come to meet me in Snowmish. We'll right. walk around and have some drinks, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I did. And since I was not Looking Glass, I went and talked talk to Tex, uh-huh. who, mm-hmm. the owner. And I didn't know him. I didn't know anybody. And I went up and I was like, hey, this is going to sound really weird, but you know Miss Roper is? And he's like, "Oh my god, I really wanted to go to that. That was in Edmonds." I'm like, "Seriously, you know this?" <laughs> oh my god! And she's like, "My wife and I had our you know our caftans all picked out, but they had to be at this at the shop, so they mm. couldn't go. So we decided. I was Well, like, 'Well, I'm. I just posted on Instagram and TikTok that mm-hmm. I'm actually putting this on here.' Yeah. So I did. You guys, there was over 550 that's crazy. Ropers, yeah, in Snohomish, and it was incredible. It, I, it was amazing. It was so like. People ask me all the time, like, what did that do for you? What mm-hmm. What was the like? Why did you do it? Why, why did, you, did you I did it time? because it was yeah. fun. I yeah. did it because I felt felt something for the people that wanted to have mm-hmm. fun, mm-hmm. wanted to have that connection for women who don't have. I mean, there's so many women our age that don't have friends. Yeah.
0: Because mm. you get so isolated, right? Yeah. Like When you're just raising your kids, doing your business, going to work. Yeah. And it's like,
2: when do you have fun? It's just like and and I've I've learned that where I thrive is community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm getting emotional.
1: <laughs> but See like it, to be able to get have, emotional. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but like to be able to like have like that outlet that 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 was a true organic moment. Yeah. To be able to bring people together and, yeah. and people from we had people come from Canada. We had people come mm-hmm. from California. No I've got selfies that people are like, we you take a selfie with me. I just yeah. I'm, oh my, I'm, my friend and I came here from California. This is so much fun. Like they came specifically for this Miss Roper romp. Yeah. Wow.
1: And i it's like, amazing.
2: Yeah. It well, was and so I much really fun.
1: appreciated a lot of a lot about it, actually. So <laughs> number one, you reached out to us, which I thought That's super cool because you wanted to be conscientious of other events going on, the Mm -hmm. downtown district, Mm -hmm. HDSA, but especially our merchants. And you said that so many times, like, I want to make sure that they feel involved and this is Mm -hmm. a positive thing and that they're going to see a great effect from it. So that was amazing. Thank you. There wasn't like a fee to participate. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't no. there, we didn't have to have special event permits, and you mm-hmm. didn't have to charge anything to the merchants to participate or for people to participate. It was just like organic. show up and yeah. Or, yeah, organic. And you actually, with this event, had a pretty significant economic impact on our shop. That's what I hear. And it's basically like <laughs> makes me so happy. They heard about it and they were like, "Oh, this is cool. I'll stay open and see you know what the result is." And mm-hmm. I, because I ended up, I wasn't Helen. But I was <laughs> no, but you were. I was there. With all of well, because I wanted to make sure. Like, I just wanted to be there and see what is this thing going to yeah. turn into, which it blew my mind. But also, whenever there's any event, whether it's HGSA or someone else, I live right up the road, so mm-hmm. it's easy for me to drop by and then just kind of keep tabs. Like, to be honest, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, positive or negative, I want to see like how is this affecting our district, and then get feedback from the shops that are open or participating everybody was so happy. And like mm-hmm. all the business owners were so excited. And they were smiling. They're like, this is amazing. This has been so fun. So like they were seeing the monetary benefit, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Like you said, people coming in from all over the area from Canada and stuff that wouldn't normally patron downtown Snohomish mm-hmm. or maybe didn't even know about it. Yeah. Right. So it had
2: a huge impact. Oh, I'm so glad. So Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My pleasure. I think what I loved the most about doing that whole thing was that there was no pressure. Mm -hmm. It was just like, whatever, whatever shows up, shows up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't cost anything but my time, Yeah, you know, to put it together. A lot of conversations, a lot of phone calls. When I realized such an opportunity it would be for the businesses down there, that was after I was like, oh my God. Like this TikTok is just blowing mm-hmm. up, and then the event that I put on Facebook was just like constant, like people wow. saying they're going. I had what was it over like fourteen hundred people yeah, that were I interested. I know. I remember you texted me You're like, There's like, I'm like, I'm freaking 1, out. Fifteen hundred people interested. Should I be worried about this? I'm like, like, Man, like Why are interested? <laughs> like they're like interested. I'm like, No, I need to know. Are you coming or not? Because yeah. this is weird. We were originally supposed to meet at the gazebo. Yeah, and so I'm like, Okay, well, that's not gonna fit fourteen hundred people. <laughs> no, and I mean. My intention of reaching out to, you know, going into all the, all the businesses that I can and reaching out to them was just to make sure they're aware. Right. Yeah. I have but been, that's but that you know, is so important. Oh, my gosh. I was yeah. just so worried that it was just going to explode yeah. and they weren't weren't going to be aware. And then I did reach out to some of them later and say, how was it for you? How mm-hmm. did yeah. there were some that even like the boutiques, the. You know that were really actively involved, stayed open late. Mm-hmm. People were saying they had their biggest sales. Yeah, you know their biggest sales that day. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, oh my god, as a business owner myself, I I didn't think about my business uh-huh. at all during any of this. Yeah. And I'm I'm saying that because I, I'm i glad I didn't. Mm-hmm. I think if I had, I would have overthought it. I would right. have been like, okay, yep. what, how can this benefit them? Okay. I want it to be good. It was really like, just be aware that this is happening. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into, you know, a lot more. Mm-hmm. The thing I loved most about it though, and I just want to make sure I say this because I think that this is important, is that for one night, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people came together with all different backgrounds all different thoughts, all different Mm -hmm. political beliefs, religious beliefs, all different. And it didn't matter. None of that mattered. It was like, hi, Helen. Hi, Helen. Everyone is just Helen tonight. And we (laughs) had a blast. We were dancing. We were singing. Everywhere you went, there there was Helen. Hi, Helen. I mean, it was just, it just felt like for, you know, a few hours, just how this right. world should feel right now right totally. like you don't have to
0: be anything you don't have to make any statements you Never don't have to have an nothing. opinion
2: you can just get absorbed into hell yeah. and yeah. just do that that's and just be a kind awesome. Person, yeah, yeah. Like be it's a Helen. so simple. Be Helen. Everybody don't be, be a, a Karen. Karen. Yes. Be, be a Helen. <laughs> oh my God, we yeah. need to make shirts. Let's that put on a shirt and wear gray. it. It's like, don't
0: be a Karen. Be a Helen. Totally. <laughs> I love totally. it. Oh my God. But so- if you are a Karen, that's fine too. <laughs> Just don't be mean one. <laughs> um, so, how big was the event in Edmonds, the one that you first participated in?
2: Like, how many people? I didn't were there? really pay attention. I mean, it. I don't. I don't, I don't but actually. But it wasn't even like know. the hundreds that like the people that were. I don't. To be honest, I I don't know because I didn't really. Yeah. You were just I didn't having even think fun. To yeah, pay you were in that. My space. one place. Yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I did reach out to the organizer of that one. I was like, "Hey," and you mm-hmm. know, just like, "How do I?" Yeah. I people are asking me to do this. How do I do it? And mm-hmm. she she just kind of helped point me in the right direction. Gotcha. But it was very organic for her as well. Yeah.
1: Wow. So that's so fun. I think my favorite moment that night. I ended up in Looking Glass at the same time that you were there. Oh, right. Yeah. And. I don't know what happened, but like you were talking to me and I had been talking to Laura who owns. I didn't realize it was her. Yeah. And you were like, hi, I have Lori. And I was like, it's Laura. And she's like, like, it's me, Laura. (laughs) You guys were like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, nice outfit. I got the same one. I know. It was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, No, it was so fun. Thank you so much for putting that event on. Oh, my pleasure. I mean, and I love that you, you mentioned, you know, I wasn't thinking about my business the entire time. And there's something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. There is like a camaraderie that can happen within communities that mm-hmm. makes certain places special. And I think in Snohomish, we actually have quite a bit of that. I won't say that it's everybody. Mm-hmm. A majority of our businesses in our little downtown area, mm-hmm. you know, speaking for them specifically, they want to like they... Who was it that said this? Steve, who owns uh, Victoria Village. Mm -hmm. He was like, if we don't have the antique shops and Mm -hmm. we don't have the boutiques and we Mm -hmm. don't have the bars and we don't have the coffee shops, like if it was all antique shops or it was all boutiques or it was all bars, it's like you're not going to get the same experience. Right. And that's something to actually really be valued. And he's like, so I really appreciate that we have like whether we're running our businesses differently or we're drawing in different crowds, he's like the group effort mm-hmm. and everybody caring about mm. Snohomish is what actually keeps Snohomish thriving. And as you were talking to before we started the recording the podcast, like Snohomish has become this destination place in the mm. last couple of years years, right? years. Yeah. I love it for everybody. You know, like at one point we were what, the antique capital of the Northwest. Yeah, that's a specific <laughs> audience. And that's great. And I appreciate that we still have part of that here. Mm -hmm. But I think it really goes to show how when you have different businesses coming in Mm -hmm. and everybody still wants to reinvest back into that experience that everyone is getting, that it's Mm -hmm. collaborative. Craig talked about this, too, in our last podcast. That really is. what Uh, From the Oxford? Yeah, 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 I heard that. That's really what ups the value and makes it that place that people want to visit. Right. So you like not even having a business in (laughs) downtown Snohomish coming in and putting on an event that benefits every business but yours, honestly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know, they're wigs. Yeah. like Right? <laughs> we don't do wigs. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like
1: that I think it just goes to show like it's going to come around and indirectly mm-hmm. benefit you. I believe in that. But it's not like your business was going to directly mm-hmm. benefit in any way from this event itself. So. But
0: I think yeah, it also goes okay. to show that like there's fulfillment more than just the business side, yeah. or the monetary side, right? And I, I think sometimes people get too honed in, especially in times of pressure. Mm. You know, where we're like, we need to make it. We need to, you know, get above. Green numbers instead of red numbers. I am not a, an accountant by any means. But, yeah, I always yeah. look
2: at the green and the red. i right, exactly. like, I need a green, a red, and a yellow. Yeah, it's and like, keep so it simple. Uh, yeah. But you
0: know, like, I, I will correct you. Some people can get too honed into, like, oh, we need to make it this month, which I totally understand. But at the same time, there is something to be said of like the fulfillment that you can get in other ways, right? Okay. That by building the community, because even though times might be hard, but if you have that friend, if you have that Helen, it can still be fulfilling, maybe mm. a different part. And like Megan said, I'm sure in a greater scheme of things, this will positively impact your business one way or the other. Oh, yeah. Even if it's not, you know, directly right. today or this month or whatever. But yeah, it's well, just like such you. a great lesson in in a lot of different aspects. So we have are to we ask to do her, it yeah, again. I oh say, are, do it again? are you
2: gonna do it again? <sighs> uh, sure. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah I, okay. <laughs> you know what really worked out with this one was the Feather Ballroom. Mm-hmm. So my cousin actually took over the Feather Ballroom for Lindsay and ah. Leslie. And so she is now running that as an event space. And mm-hmm. my brother, who used to do marketing and advertising for my company for years and years, he was the guy who did all of our marketing and advertising. He has kind of signed on to help Tara with with ah. that. And so I reached out to him I'm like, hey, we got this tiny little gazebo and a whole bunch of Helens coming mm-hmm. to Snowmash. I I have no money to put into any of this, mm-hmm. but. This might be a great opportunity for you guys to get mm-hmm. some, you know, people to come in and, and check out the space. And so they opened their doors to us. And then I reached out to other vendors mm-hmm. and found, a, you know, the 360 photo booth from Lux mm-hmm. Photo Booth, had them come in. We had catering from Terra Home Catering. So mm-hmm. we were able to kind of bring everybody together for this event in this one space where we had a meeting space. And yeah. so it only holds 300 people. And so I was like, I don't know what's going to happen with that. <laughs> But I do think after talking to other organizers of this Helen Roper, which, by the way, is a nationwide thing, mm-hmm. after talking to other people, I do believe that that was the big point of difference, mm. having a location where we could all meet. Gotcha. Yeah. And then I had a videographer there and a photographer there taking drone photos of this of the town, oh, wow. which, by the way, I'll get that for you. Um, yeah, that'd yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, really cool v- footage of, you know, all these redhead Helen Ropers <laughs> walking down <laughs> first <so> street. Cool. <laughs> but but having that space to be able to to all come together and connect. And, mm-hmm. you know, we made some announcements, you mm-hmm. know, um, talked about the different businesses that were participating yeah. and, you know, what to what to expect in that space. So if it's as easy next year as this year was, yeah. I'll do it again. <laughs> I might need a little bit more help, though, because... It, <laughs> I don't
1: think <laughs> I I've ever heard anybody who was a first-time event planner say, if as it was easy. as easy <laughs> as it was this first time, right? it's always easier the next time. Yeah. So. Next but will i a breeze. Like, <laughs> I have all
2: my wheels are turning on so many other things that we could do. Yeah, you that's, know, how, that's that, a trap. That's yeah. where <laughs> it gets to be like, but that's yeah, where I keep get it tired. simple,
0: right? Like just back to the tenants of mm. like, hey, it's just a space for us to mm-hmm. hang out. Like no pressure. I think yep. that's the big part. That's what people just, love about it. Yeah, no pressure. You yeah. can just walk around dressed up like you don't even have to drink if you don't want to. You don't no. even have to buy anything if you don't want to. You don't have to spend money. You can just walk around yeah. in a Moo and be and fun, fun. Like, and yeah. be comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Totally. Yeah.
2: I um. The other thing that was really cool about it was we got approached by New Day Northwest. Yeah, I watched that. It was so fun. Yeah. that was
0: amazing seeing that on TV. And, it was, yeah, and like, so I crazy. called And I'm like,
2: hey, you
0: want to go to
1: And <laughs> I don't I be know. By <laughs> <Texting> <laughs> his
2: and yeah. that was that oh, was, was worth so the watch. So yeah. So they reached out to you. Yeah, they reached out to me and um Amity, who's the mm-hmm. the, the the host. Host, the, thank you. I'm like, mm. what's that word? It's got four <laughs> letters, starts with an H. Um, but the host, she reached out and and wanted to interview me on this wow. TikTok she saw. And so I was like, okay, what? I got. I was so nervous, you guys. I was yeah. so nervous. See, this podcast you is did such not a, a good job, Oh my gosh, these giant cameras in your face yeah. and this beautiful woman right in front of you. And I'm just like, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a blast. And so, I, and then they reached out and she's like, hey, do you are there any of the restaurants or bars that you think might want to do a segment and show us some of their specialty cocktails? So that's mm. when I reached out to text. I'm like, hey, yeah. this is yeah. kind of a cool thing. And you know. He was the first person I talked to. I was sitting Mm -hmm. in his, in his, you know, shop the day that I decided to do it. I didn't know him from anybody else, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I was like, let's just like hone in on one. I knew he was passionate about it because he wanted, you know, they wanted to be there in Redmonds. and I'm like, Hey, you want to do this with me? And we had a blast. Yeah. It it looks so fun. Yeah. I love it. I think between them and and me, you know, we haven't talked about it, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure I'm sure we'll yeah. collaborate together and do it again. It well, they so are fun. putting together.
1: Tex and Laura are managing Santa Palooza for Winterfest, <gasps> Stop it. which is basically a Santa version of Helen. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. I'm so in. So, yeah, yeah you should reach out to Laura. <laughs> we <laughs> we have it like me There are tickets for that only because there's like special gift bags and like yeah. there is some extra incentives that people will get. Mm-hmm. But then Looking Glass is hosting. So essentially... It starts at six. You check in at Looking Glass. You get your wristband, and then you start bar crawling. Right, and then you can come back at eight o'clock for the Santa Pluza Christmas costume oh, okay. party or costume oh, contest. I'm so in, but it's basically like hipster Santa, yeah. surfer Santa, sexy Santa. Like however your interpretation oh, of I'm Santa so in. is going to yeah. be, you Do dress you up when, and um, come for this. When
2: malicious women candle company when they had Andy from Seafood. Oh, Fish House. Yeah, well, I'm, Fish I'm, House. I feel like my brain is malfunctioning okay. right now. But when he, so he dressed up as like a naughty Santa in there and had I photos in there. I did not know that. Oh, oh, it, was, so, that. It, was, it was a lot of fun. Oh it was cool. sounds fun. It was fun. But
1: yeah, I'm really interested to see how many sexy, sexy Santas we get. It, it's
2: going to be cold. I think that's, that's the thing. I'm like, going to be a nice, warm, cozy right? Santa. Yeah, there you go. I feel cozy like
1: Mrs.
0: Claus. Yeah. That's one of the benefits of dressing up as Santa Claus during it's Christmas. It's like you're I literally head to toe. You know, you're super warm. You got a hat. You got, you know, Beard, everything's right. covered,
2: and it's like, why would you want to be sexy, you know? When it's like twenty degrees outside. Well, I think I love that they're doing that. I love that Looking Glass is kind mm-hmm. of pioneering th- yeah. that yeah. space for First Street. I think I think it's a lot of fun, and they have a a cool you know, fun little coffee shop that you can just go in and hang out and stay open late, do some karaoke if you want. (laughs) And they're just such fun people, too. Yeah, Yeah. they're great people. You know, the other the other thing I I just want to say really quick, this Miss Roper situation, what I thought ended up being really cool. And again, another organic situation is being that we are antique, Mm. being that we have these little quirky shops like worthy for example yeah. that's all our age you know I'm yeah. 46 years old that that is I, I walk in there and I'm just like nostalgia all over the place <laughs> right. you know I'm like wow I'm like oh my gosh there's captains in here I didn't even realize yeah. it <laughs> you know and so so being able to talk about that and knowing that this age group of people are going to be coming into our mm-hmm. town go check this place out yeah. go look at it you're gonna love it yeah you know and so so that was a lot of fun too it was very yeah. fitting yeah such a great you've mentioned so Snohomish. many great things
1: about Snohomish yeah. I love Snohomish <laughs> so we can ask you our closing question because you're all ready to
2: go. Okay. <laughs> what is your perfect day? My in perfect downtown day. Snohomish? I really tried not to overthink this because I knew this question was coming. <laughs> so being that I live in town and I actually raised my family here, my perfect day in Snohomish changes often. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend it's summer. The I seasons would, always come into play with I this mean, question. I mean, it is a big Every factor. Time. Like, yeah. you know, I feel well, like we could do, do holidays. Oh, too. you
1: do whatever yeah. you want.
0: But like when we asked our guests in the summer, I feel like everyone's like, walk by the river. And I was like, huh, now that we're like fall winter, the ch- the answers are changing. Yeah. <laughs> so I just really wanted
2: to incorporate skydivers and oh, whatever was yeah. yeah. on my answer. Yeah. And so I would get up in the morning. I'd make my coffee. I would go sit out on my backyard. I would hear... I can like physically hear mm-hmm. or see and yeah. hear the hot air balloons. Yes. I can hear that fire. Yeah. I can I hear that. the people screaming when they're jumping <laughs> yeah. out of airplanes. <laughs> yeah. And I love doing that. And then I would probably oh, I would definitely go to elmariehairstudio.com <laughs> yeah. and make an appointment for a my hair mm-hmm. had to do that plug um, okay. but get my hair done and then i would probably get my girlfriends and then i would go to i'd probably walk down to first street or maybe i'd get on my e-bike mm. let's get on oh, my e-bike cool. and yeah. get. oh i know what we could do we can get on the e-bike and then we can go ride our bikes on the trail so mm. let's do that trail. after we get coffee and walk around <laughs> um, Coffee so many options. or proper joe's I would, uh, I'd have to flip a coin on lunch at Andy's or, oh my gosh, there's so many options. Too many. But I love mm-hmm. sitting outside at Andy's. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love watching people go by you know, I would definitely go shopping. I would definitely shop. I would start right there at Pedal in the Stem, and mm-hmm. I would work my way all the way down, <laughs> and then all the way back up. And I'd probably get a road soda in the form mm-hmm. of a chai tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was lunch, and then I'm gonna maybe shop some more, and then I would probably go home, and take a nap because I'm tired. <laughs> and then I You're would... close by anyway, yeah. so why not? <laughs> but I do like a good late night in Snohomish. Yeah. I tend to be sometimes the oldest person in the bar, but I'm okay with that. I'm I saw okay. you
1: the weekend of Halloween. We passed by each other, but oh, I wasn't really? sure it was you because your hair was dark. You must have had... Did I have a w- wig on? You must have. <laughs> Did you go Did to the- look Did
2: I look like a... Almost like a
1: spiritual goddess yes like I you did you did you. Uh-huh. yes that was me I think you were probably going to the event at the feather ballroom yes right yeah but yeah you were yeah. walking by and
2: I was like I want to say hi but I'm afraid it's not the right person oh and my gosh that would have been that's awesome that's the worst with Halloween oh I right? wish you would have <laughs> but I do love my. I, you know I tend to go to the rep a lot for dinner mm-hmm. I to my husband and I love to belly up to the bar yeah. and talk to our favorite servers and then if we want to keep going we'll cross the street and go over to the pie dive maybe mm-hmm. have some pie for dessert yeah. and have a cocktail there. And then if we're feeling crazy, we'll just keep going. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. I end up seeing my kid at who's And I'm like, hey, this is just really weird. And That's I'm there awesome. for maybe 15 minutes and then I leave. Yeah. <laughs> and go oh home. And I love it. By 1030, 11. There you here go. go. Sounds like a fun packed day in yeah. Snohomish. That's a long answer. But yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> lot of to things answer. to do here in Snohomish. There's yeah. so much to
1: do. I mean, the answer has, could go on forever. Everyone has had long answers just because there's so much to love. Yeah. There's so much... We'll really never cut you off from telling us what you love about right. The we <laughs> love hearing it. so oh, yeah we
0: well, thank you for everything that you've done in the community. absolutely. You know, from the hair stylists that have gone through your programs, bettering the industry that way to the events that you're hosting and just being, you know, such an integral part of our community. and for joining us today and talking
2: to us. it has been,
0: such a pleasure to learn so from you Aww.
2: thank you Lori. Well, my pleasure thank you for having me i was like what dude this is okay see, it wasn't too bad <laughs> let's, do <it>. let's, do <laughs> it. let's do it this has been a blast yeah. and i'm Good. really excited to continue to talk about all this stuff with you guys and see where the podcast goes and yeah, yeah. i love listening <laughs> I love we listening look forward to it. seeing you at santa palooza yeah I wait. <laughs> <laughs> in your cozy mrs claus costume yes <laughs> yes um,
0: yeah thanks Lori. thanks all right thank you thank you for listening to today's
1: episode of Snohomish Storytellers. Keep writing those stories and we will see you next time. Bye! Bye.
0: (laughs) Snohomish Storytellers, brought to you by the Historic Downtown Snohomish Association, produced by Red Trucks.